the report from Arizona is in. And it's not really good. We'll talk about Seiya Suzuki and more coming up next. Our Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy, and this is Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Please support the show and be a part of our community by following and subscribing on all audio platforms. And you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's episode here on a Wednesday is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. We are 29 days away from opening day. Thanks to everybody, whenever and wherever you may be listening. On Tuesday, the news was confirmed. Seiya Suzuki has officially been shut down with an oblique strain. As of right now, there is no timetable for his return to game action after he was diagnosed with a moderate, what they're calling a moderate left oblique strain, and uh, typically an injury that's difficult to predict in terms of the recovery process. But Rays pitcher Tyler Glass now recently suffered an oblique strain as well, and the Rays coincidentally announced Tuesday that Glass now is out six to eight weeks, so perhaps uh, that is at least some kind of measuring stick for how long the Cubs will be without one of their best players. Sam, it's disappointing. We were anticipating it now for really more than a couple of days, and now the uh, the word is officially in. You know, not to be this guy, but we should rename the show Locked On Cubs featuring Dr. Cozy and Dr. Olber because we, yeah. were, we were all over this. I said on yesterday's show, I'd be very, I'd be, I think I used the word shock, but I'm, it was at least surprised if I said uh, if he was ready by opening day, uh, and I stand by that. Uh, you will not see Seiya Suzuki for a while because you got to remember, let's say it's a six to eight week injury, Matt, then he's got to ramp up. He hasn't had any right. spring training. He hasn't had anything. Uh, so my target date for him is May 1st and there's, there's nothing to say. And, and, and look guys, let's, let's not, Oh, well, at least it's happening in the beginning of the year. No, th- this is arguably the one of the worst possible beginnings to the spring that you could have one of your most important players. I talked about it yesterday and, and we're going to talk about the roster a little bit later on, but might be mm. a little bit of a bigger drop off than I thought, but this is, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but this, you know, this was the year for Suzuki. I thought year one went overall about as expected, just in a little bit of a different way. I think it was a different journey, but we got to the same spot with his final numbers. I didn't think he'd get off to a great start. He got off to a tremendous start, then hit a wall, then got hurt, then came back and played well, then hit a little bit of a wall, battled more injuries, right? But overall, I think we all agreed it ended up being, this is fine, now let's see him explode. Now let's see him take that leap from, uh, you know, a, a, an above average offensive player to a very good one. And now, you know, you know, 
I, I have absolutely no proof on this at all, but how many guys really have a tremendous year when they miss the first month of the season? I, I don't know the answer to that. I'm sure somebody will be able to, to, to give you some examples in the, in the comments, but uh, it's upsetting. I, I don't know what else there is to say. Uh, I, I think you feel the same way, right? Yeah, it was a downer for me today, for sure. The train was at the station for him, and now you're just not sure when it's going to leave. I, I like the May 1st uh, date because, of course, the Cubs brass, I actually have a quote here from David Ross, they don't want to give any timetables, which mm. hmm, transparency is a fun word. Uh, quote, the goal for us is when he's back, we don't lose him again, Cubs manager David Ross said. We want him to get completely healthy. If that's opening day, great. If it's five days in, great. If it's two weeks in, fine. We'll be sure to communicate throughout this process and get him back to where we don't have to worry about it throughout the season. If it's 2046, uh, awesome. Yeah, and also opening day would only be, you know, that's four weeks from Thursday, so that's not going to happen. No. Um, yeah, I disagree if there's, you know, notions and threads out there about, oh, get it out of the way now, or, oh, they could they could suffer the blow the first – well, it'll be first 28 games. There's 28 games in April. That's a lot. And a lot of for games. a player that played in 111 games last year, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's that's that means he almost missed one third of the year. You know, he played in 68% of the games. Um, that's not a lot. And so now you shave off at least 28, and uh, the Cubs lose a three, four, or five hitter. Um, there's definitely less polish on the team now less glow i do think there's some ideas that um would be highly intriguing really interesting um and even even bring about a buzz i dare i say with with the fan base it doesn't sound like the cubs are going to pursue that which i think is unfortunate we're going to get to that in a few minutes but I, i think i'm starting to be a little downtrodden on him you know i and i thought that I gave him a pass in terms of his off the field stuff. Um, You know, wasn't always sold on the baseball part of it. Um, I just never understood how he's so passive. Honestly, that's kind of the biggest sticking point for me. Um, I've never really seen a hitter, um, you know, especially the Japanese hitter that's smooth and, and, you know, his contact first plus contact. He just takes so many fastballs for strikes first pitch. Um, so I think I was a little sullied on the baseball part of it, but you know, now he's not even going to play. Right. No, um, it's, um, I, I like the baseball aspect more than you, but the, the trends are, the trends aren't great. He's going to have to come back. He's going to have to win over the fan base now because we're, we're I think past, so. we're, we're past the first impression phase. And right. this is the same fan base that dealt with Kosuke Fukudome, Right. Um, yeah. and you know, it's, it's, it's trending, it's trending in a bad direction, but it's not there yet. Um, right. But it's, it's trending there. And, and the, the one thing I like about Suzuki is if you listen to his interviews, uh, or read them, you know, he, he's a pretty self-aware guy, uh, mm. and, and, and he, and he takes a lot of pride in himself. And, you know, I think his quote, I think the quote I read was like, Last year, I was really upset that he, he basically said he felt like he could play through that finger injury and they were just keeping him out, they being the Cubs. Okay. And he, he was fighting for it and wanted to. But this one, he said, is really frustrating because he, he knows he can't play through it. And so, 
Uh, you know, we'll see what it is. Uh, the, the, the next, the next thing we talk about is even more, more eyebrow raising and, and we'll get into it. But some other uh, news and notes from Tuesday's spring training game, Kevin Alcantara did debut and got two hits. Yeah. Two hits for uh, Alcantara. Mervis looked good. Mervis was on twice. Velasquez homered. We're going to talk about a couple of those guys next. Uh, Smiley got double. the start, allowed five hits and two no, runs and two Not innings. sharp. Not sharp. Yeah, and uh, Mark Leiter with his second scoreless inning. You know, I'm glad. Spring. Thank you for mentioning that. That's two. You well, know, I always just, will. I'm just saying, if this guy throws 10, 11 innings in, in spring and gives up one or two runs, I'm still looking pretty over here. Okay, guys? That's um, true. Comeback hey, season. Take a look at Mervis's uh, swing to left center field today. It's a home run at Wrigley Field. It's a beautiful cut. Uh, re- really sharp stuff. Madrigal after a, a hit early, he went over three today. He's down to 167 in all three categories because he never walks or hits for power. Uh, Alcantara two hits in his first in his first game. I mean, I, I didn't see what the hits were. That's not a small thing. Davis uh, uh, laced the double to left field. Yeah, uh, so that's yeah, he looks healthy. See. Yeah, that's good to see. That's good to see. He's got his swing. You ever notice the swing? It's like a three quarter finish. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit strange. Yeah, it's a strange swing. Um, yeah, but yeah Smiley got knocked down. around this afternoon. Yeah, we weren't really all smiles about that. So, um, so, so Suzuki is, <laughs> yeah, Suzuki's out. Who's going to play right field on opening day? Who's going to take the roster spot? Uh, we discussed that and more coming up next. Hey, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. We're so excited to be partners with the number one sports book in America. New customers can join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at fanduel.com slash lockdown. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of Lockdown Cubs. Welcome back into Lockdown Cubs. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. With Suzuki out uh, at least the first month of the season, there's multiple le- levels of impact, Sam, including roster decisions and lineup combinations. Uh, two main questions that I was thinking about today was mm-hmm. who is going to take his roster spot and who is going to take his uh, roster spot or starting spot and then roster spot. Um, I think there is some crossover between the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think some roster candidates right off the bat uh, would be um, Nelson Velasquez, uh, Ben Deluzio, Darius Hill, and Mike Talkman. Mm-hmm. Um, possible starters that at least I had was Chris Morrell mm-hmm. and Trey Mancini, you know, at least that players that we've already seen. Um, but David Ross actually name dropped three people, Patrick wisdom, who's an infielder, Trey Mancini, who's pretty much an infielder and Mike Talkman, who played last year on the KBO. Okay. Respectfully to him. Um, he has played parts in the show, including a, a, a double-digit home run season in 19 with with the Yankees, but uh, that, that would definitely be a long shot. I, I would think even for a roster spot, much less a start. So right. 
there's I think there's going to be a lot of rotations, but the Cubs clearly now have not one but two question marks. I I'm not even going to pursue you know writing the lineup at least for a week or so. Sure. Um, because I think, you know, third has a rotation and now right field has a rotation. Yeah. And, you know, I mentioned on the show yesterday that it's not a huge drop off uh, for Suzuki to somebody for a month because it's baseball and you never know. And, and, and you could stumble into some luck and maybe Taupin has a Schwindel type month and carries the yeah. team. You, just never, you never know. Right. But great. on the surface, it's unserious, meaning uh, look, we've gone back and forth on the Cubs and we've talked about the off season almost every day, right? right. If opening day 23 versus Corbin Burns, you have Mike Talkman, Patrick wisdom and, and Jan Gomes slash Barnhart in there. And it's just that, that, that that's not, a, look like our job is to be transparent. That team is not going anywhere. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, they are not, they, they, they have some nice players. Dansby Swanson is a nice player. Ian Happ is a nice player. Nico Horner is a nice player. None of those three guys have become stars yet, right? Right. Uh, 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 Cody Bellinger, we're hoping he reclaims his star form. We haven't seen any of that in the last couple of years. All these guys are floor raisers. But now when you take away Suzuki and you replace him with a guy like Taukman and you're going up against Corbin Burns with wisdom who's going to strike out on a pitch above his belt – we have Nick, you, you just you just did the thing on Talkman in the catcher position, which I understand is just a defensive position. The floor isn't as high anymore. Um, right. It just isn't right. It just isn't. And and the Cubs have nice pitchers, but they're going to have to score runs. They, they don't have a starting pitching staff that's just going to blank you every day. You know, they, they they're going to give up a couple of runs. And, you know, the, the way this team is constructed is, is to kind of be just major league decent everywhere at every position and then hope that one of the guys I mentioned explodes and one of those we were hoping was going to be Suzuki and you take him out now and you, you replace him with a guy that wasn't even in the big leagues last year at Talkman and or wisdom who you know okay let's say wisdom plays right and then magical plays left third it just it doesn't really scream out much upgrade to me and it's frustrating because right. You know, we talked about how the the you know the gambling sites had us low at wins, and it's like, yeah. how how did they know that Suzuki was going to go down? You know what I mean? Well, it's like, right, right. Because it just, it just changes. It, it really like I I thought yesterday it wasn't as big of a deal, and I I was hoping, and, and I'm sure this is what we're going to talk about next. But I was hoping to see Mervis get a chance, uh, and and you move you know you you move Mancini over to right. Mervis slides into the DH role. I think that raises the ceiling and the floor for this ball club at this point. Because you never know with somebody like Mervis, like if he hits well this spring, he, he's 24. What does another month of spring training do? Can we, can somebody look at that and please confirm us? Cause I've looked at it. And I haven't got the answer. If this is a service time thing, I'm done, man. I'm done. Okay. You owe it to the fans to be serious about winning in 2023. The rest of this spring training should be about this. Is Matt Mervis the best offensive option we have? I get Brendan Davis. That's different. He's coming off an injury. He has zero big league experience. I know Mervis doesn't either, but he but but last year was up and down for him. Mervis right. was Mervis was right here. 
our own Lindsey Crosby, who hosts one of the best shows on our network, uh, a Locked On Prospect, literally created a hashtag. And this was before he came on with us. It was early, yeah. Yeah, free Matt Mervis. And he knows more about prospects than anybody that I know, okay? Mm-hmm. If you're serious about winning games in 2023 and he continues to hit the ball and put together good ABs in the spring, he has to get a chance or it is an unserious, ridiculous decision. And, and the good news for Cubs fans, if you want to take a, 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 what do they call it? You know, a positive or, 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 or look at the bright side. Uh, that's what I was looking for. Boy, it's getting late. Um <laughs> Start tracking Mervis's ABs every single day and every single one of the WBC because I believe they matter now. I do. I believe oh, they wow. matter. That's, that's big. And, and listen, we have a voice. I'm sorry, but we, we have a voice on this show, and I will start going public. If he, if he, if he gets yeah, to like 280, 290, and he's slugging, and we start right field with Mike Talkman, who, of course, had two hits today, but still, I, I, I'll move mountains if I have to. No, I, I would I would like for you to do that. I think I think you should pursue that. I think as a show we should do that. I think that's a great question. I'd like to make it the title. If Matt Mervis is the best option, something along these lines, then shouldn't he be in the lineup? Or at least be and, the fact that he wasn't even name dropped, Matt. Right. Well, I think Brendan Davis to a smaller extent should at least be in the convo. Yeah, I, I think it's best for him to start in Des Moines, but right. he sh- don't sidestep it. You know, somebody asked David Ross about Davis right. and he sidestepped. Yeah, right. Because they're doing this weird thing where they don't want to mention the prospects. It's like, look, these guys are, are nice pieces. They're not Schwarber. They're not Bryant. They're not that, that level yet. So stop protecting them. It, you you told us you care about winning in 2023, so so you better back that up. And, and playing a guy, and, unless he, if he has a huge spring, then you have to play. Like if Talkman ends up having a huge spring, right. at least that's defensible, uh, right? He'll probably get more abs now. Yeah. Oh no, and 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 it's 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 worth watching. It makes the spring more interesting. But I'm just saying, my point is this: they whoever replaces Suzuki in the starting lineup should be the guy that gives us the best chance to win, not the guy that's oh. Well, maybe he'll get hot because we want to just protect Mervis and protect Davis. No, we're past that. That means Mervis is not 19. He's 24. PCA, he he's far away. Alcantara, those guys are far away. This kid is 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 a grown man, and and he's about to go play in a professional WBC. If he hits there, give him a look. 100. percent And Mike talking. By the way, fun fact: Palatine native went to Fremd High School, Um, but. That should impact any decisions. Hey, also, listen, I'm not if saying he hits, that I'm all for it. If he hits, I'm, I'm not saying it. that excitement should impact the Cubs' decisions, but I think there's a a journalism term would be like a human interest story. You know, Mervis, Mervis on the roster unquestionably creates increased buzz, and it's unfortunate it's because one of your better players is out. But it's very easy to see that right. Mervis Talkman. Wisdom. I mean, you can keep going down the line. Right. You know, I don't want to see the same lineup with wisdom and right and magical at third. No. no. I if they if that happens on a, a night where we record, you will be hosting with Nick Cozy. I will not be coming on. <laughs> the magical wisdom combo is not something that I'm gonna be interested in. Right. I think it's inappropriate. That's yeah. And quite frankly, you know, what else do they have to do? I mean, 
I blink and Mervis doubles. I blink and he walks. The walk is is one of the most powerful plays in baseball. You can't defend it. The guy and, just gets on base all the time. And one thing that's important to note, Matt, is the focus on defense this year and moving wisdom to right field hurts the defense. Moving Mancini to right field hurts the defense. Oh, it'd be e- brutal. Even if they start somebody like Velasquez there, I think it would make more sense than those guys because because we know he could play Maybe that he position. Has a big WBC, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we we know. No, all those guys. Look, whoever gets hot, that's the guy you should start opening day. But it 100%. should be open. To, it should be open to anybody, and yeah, yeah. and it should help the the defense because the last thing you need is you have all these yeah. great defensive players everywhere, and now we're sticking some you know infielder in right field. And, and, and like you said yesterday, it's hard to play. There's a blooper in right; it gets by him, costs us a baseball game. Because one thing we know about this team, we already knew before the Suzuki injury, and now. They have a very, very small margin of error. They're going to win a lot of 3-2, 4-3 type ball games, right. and one mistake, as you know, loses you those games. Well, I think that's a great takeaway then. Now spring training and the WBC matters for this combo of players. For me, they and do. I Who think knows it's something to keep Ross. track of every day. Yeah, he's just doing, this, doing the salsa, chopping it up. We're going to get to one trivia question about winners coming up next. Today's episode, actually, we don't have a spot right now. Welcome back to Locked On Cubs. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Matt Cozy and Sam Olber. We're in your ears on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, and more. And, and we're, and we're agitated. This YouTube. is brought to you by agitation. Yes, I am frustrated right now. And, and I'd like to give a shout cold. out. To, I'd like to give a shout out to all of our Hawkeye listeners as we record this. They lead by 20 in Bloomington, Indiana. I was on a run, folks. Huge comeback the other day. Uh, now a win potentially on the road. Whereas my ball club has a huge comeback last week and then lays an egg in Columbus. Oh boy, they've Columbus. The Ohio State's won about twelve ball games. No, they they had they hadn't won a, they hadn't won a game since Dwight D. Eisenhower, you know, was leading us, and and, and then they beat the Illini. All right, we're going to get to a trivia question here and then uh, wrap this up. So Underrated presidency. What a leader. There are seven current Cubs who have won a World Series. Oh, sure. Can you name them? And as a bonus, can you list the team in which they won with? No, but I'll try because that's, okay. uh, that's, that's the beauty of this program. Do, right. Does David Ross count? Oh, no, he doesn't. Okay. Um, Players. I, Players. All right. Um, do, do you know the answer? Yeah, I have it in front of me. Okay, awesome. Um, Trey Mancini last year was victorious with the Houston Astros. I believe he maybe had one postseason hit. All right, that's one. Um, Dansby Swanson. That's two. Uh, he won a World Series with the Atlanta Braves in 2021. What a, what a run they had. Uh, Brian Snitker. Man. They're going to be really good this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, does Kyle Hendricks count? So I, yes, he does. Okay. So that's three. Okay. okay. Kyle Hendricks uh, won a World Series with the Cubs in 2016. Right. Um, all right. Let me go around. Uh, Cody Bellinger is a World Series champion. Um, 2020 Dodgers, four. All right. Let me go around the horn a little bit here. <laughs> Madrigal hasn't won anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Let's see. Wisdom, no. Was McKinstry on that Dodger roster? No. That doesn't okay, that doesn't count, right? That's that's lame. That's lame. Um, did Gomes win one? 
He did. Yeah, I, I, I honestly. That's five with the Nationals. The Nationals, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, shortstop, second. They got to go up the oh, diamond now for Gomes. Eric Hosmer, 1-1 one, one with the Kansas City Royals. That's six. And then the seventh, if I could give you a hint, was also part of that 21 Braves team. Uh, it's a hard one. Yeah, just give me a second. I will. You got six uh, pretty quick, honestly. Was it was it a reliever? Um, uh, was, was a it current one? starting pitcher? Oh, Smiley. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He, but 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 he didn't he didn't start for them. Right. I think so that's he, all I think seven. And coming on the pen. Yeah, nice yeah, yeah. Job. All right, we'll see how the week shakes out. But we're gonna do a full episode with. Do you the take any bag. stock? You take any stock in on that Friday? Having a lot of what? World Series winners on the team does that matter to you at all? It does matter to me. Yeah. 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 Me too. A little bit. I, I, like especially like a, like a main guy. Like like if you're a shortstop like Swanson, if you're a shortstop on a team that won a World Championship. That means something. Right. Sorry. Yeah, right, no, I it. like it. I like good resumes. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for Locked On Cubs on YouTube and smash the like button, all your favorite Locked On Cubs content, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you get your podcasts on the audio side. And again, the number for the mailbag, 312-834-4634. I almost gave my own number away. What was that? I almost gave my own number away. Oh, geez. Yeah, there's some host on the radio that sometimes almost do that. Thanks for making Locked On Cubs your first listen every day. Now make your second Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Yeah, baby. I just got the text during baseball practice today from the fantasy league that I'm in. Everybody's coordinating the draft date. You can get help with your draft with Matt and Dom over at Locked On Fantasy Baseball. It's available on the YouTubes and wherever you get your podcast. He's Sam Olver. I'm Matt Cozy. This has been Locked On Cubs. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com podcast. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said. Done.